Hello, and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. As you may have known, noticed from this title, we are doing one on the Women's AFCON, or Africa Women's Cup of Nations. That's kind of what they're calling it this year. But this is how we're going to do it. So this year, it is going to be held in Morocco, okay? And you can watch the AFCON Women's Cup of Nations in America. It's the first time ever. And um, it's going to be on Bean Sports Extra, which is a... So if, if you have cable TV, you probably have this channel. I have cable TV, but I don't have this channel. But I'm pretty sure if you have like Verizon, Fios, anything but Spectrum TV that's cable, you should have this. So as I'll read this from ESPN about AFCON. Kicking off in Morocco, the African Women's Cup of Nations, scored called AWCON for short, is Africa's primary women's soccer competition. For three weeks, the continent's finest sides will contest the 14th edition of the competition, with the winner to be decided in a final in Casablanca, Morocco. Three stadiums in two cities will be used as the tournament makes its comeback following hiatus of three years. And the World Cup qualification is on the line. The four semifinalists advance automatically to the 2023 World Cup, with the losing quarterfinalists getting another chance via playoff. Okay, so a lot here. Um, just wanted to give you guys a little, um, you know, just basic stuff before we get into the episode. For those who are new to the Women's Soccer Podcast, welcome. I am your host, Liam Greco, or LDG. And if you'd like to be included in a future episode, as you can see in a lot of our episode, you know, bios, I guess you could say, if you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, um, along with a women's soccer-related question, you can be included in an episode. Last time we had a Q&A um, was episode four, I believe. Um, yeah, it was a great, it was really fun. It was a great episode. Everyone that submitted questions got at least one question involved in that episode. Yeah, it was episode three, actually, that we did the Q&A. So yeah, that was a really fun episode. If you guys want to be involved, just remember, submit your questions down below for the comment section. They have to be women's soccer related, though, you know, for the podcast. And so let's go into it. So I went over the tournament. Af- We're going to call it um, AWCON. It's Africa Women's Cup of Nations. So we're just going to call the Af- A- um, women. We'll just call it Cup of Nations, I guess, for this podcast. So that's what we're referring to. I went over how you can watch it. You can watch it on Bean Sports Extra. So as I said, if you have cable TV, just if you're interested in watching this tournament. Um, however, I will say the two easiest ones to watch would be the, if you're in America, the CONCACAF W Championship and the UEFA Women's Euros because those are all within the ES. So the Women's Euros is just all, if you have ESPN on your TV, um, you can just watch most of the matches. And if you have like Apple TV or Fire TV or whatever, if you have the ESPN app, you can watch the Women's Euros. So that's an easiest tournament to watch. Um, Paramount Plus, you can watch the U.S. Women's National Team in CONCACAF. So, I did previews on those already, but although it is big, though, to get the Women's Cup of Nations on TV because it has never been on TV before. So, as I said, just if you have cable TV, check it. If you don't have cable TV, I believe, I'm, I'm, I will check this um, and write something in the bio about it. You, I think you can download an app. I'm going to do a little research on it. 
after like I'm done recording this episode. Okay, so let's get into this episode. Okay, so I did do some research. It's not just live TV that you can watch this on for free. So if you have Canela.tv, Fanatiz, Fubo TV, Cloud TV with a K, Plex, Pluto TV, um, Redbox, Roku Channel, Sling, Samsung TV Plus, Tubi, Vizio, Exumo, and YouTube TV. You can watch um, the Bean Sports Extra, which also has, by the way, a bunch of other great soccer, um, like Liga, which includes PSG, obviously. So that's how you watch the tournament. You might ask, who's in the tournament and who's like the favorites to win? Um, well, let's just say the in the players in the tournament. So the teams that are participating in the tournament this year, it's a very lopsided history. Obviously, this season um, is it's um, kind of a little bit. Nigeria has won the most times by like a mile. It's not even close, honestly, um, which is a little bit concerning for competitive matches. They've won 11 times, and Equatorial Guinea has won two times. So that's in the history of the tournament. And then um, a, a few other teams have gone into the... South Africa has gone to the final five times. Cameroon has gone into the final four times. And Ghana has gone to the final three times. So... That is kind of the overall little rundown, I guess you could say, of the history of the teams participating in this tournament. So now let's get into the groups of this tournament. Let's get into this juicy stuff. Who is going to be the people that we are looking forward to to getting the wins? Okay, let's take a little look. Okay, so as in any football tournament, Group A is led by the hosts, Morocco, and in that tournament, there is also Burkina Faso, Senegal, and Uganda. Okay, you got this? Moving on to group B, Cameroon, Zambia, Tunisia, and Togo. Last but not least, you have Nigeria, South Africa, Burundi, and Botswana. So, okay, let's go over the format again. So, right, there's 12 teams in this tournament. Four automatically make it, and the third place teams have a chance. So, you have a chance if you. So let's okay. Let's let's go over this, right? So everyone, the top two third, ever first and second place, you're guaranteed to make it out of the group. If you finish in third place, all three of those third place teams, whoever is the least amount of points, don't make it, and the other third place teams make it. There's like a draw. It goes to the final eight. If you win in that game, right, if you win in that game, you will make it into um, the four semifinalists. If you win a quarterfinal, you make it into the semifinals, and you are automatically into the Women's World Cup. If you lose that game, you get another chance, but with playoff, okay? So all if you make it out of your group some way, somehow, right, you already you are guaranteed to, at the very worst, be playing in a playoffs playoff so ever again the two best third place teams will make it alongside first and second in every group okay so who am i looking at in group a i think it could be a tough one but i think morocco the hosts will do well you know just under 
the whole thing of like they're hosting it. Group B, I think Cameroon will win that group with Zambia getting second. Those are going to be the two teams that are getting out. And Group A, I think that Senegal will get second. And yeah. Um, I also think in Group C, it'll be Nigeria, then South Africa. And I don't think that any second place team is going to get out from Group C because I think Nigeria and South Africa will just kind of crush. So Nigeria, South Africa, Cameroon, Zambia, and Morocco and Senegal are through. I think Burkina, Fasquio, and Tunisia will both make it through. So that, And then the quarterfinals, I think that the four teams that will make the World Cup are Cameroon, Zambia, Nigeria, and South Africa. Those are the four best teams on paper. But then again, I don't really know how the draw will work. I don't know if it's random or not, so that could be interesting. We'll see, like, how it all works out. Okay, so let's take a look at the squads. Who's going to be, you know, the ones I predicted as my favorites to win the tournament. Um... I think that Cameroon could do well. I do like Nigeria and South Africa. Let's look at Nigeria's team just to start. Um, this is a good team. You know, they have, they're have they playing all around. You know, they have a lot of different players playing all around the world. So let's Okay, let's take a little look at this. So, in net, their options include Tukli Alawai, the 35-year-old plays in Israel, her club football there, Machiba Kishrant Hadre. Um, the other goalkeeping option includes Shiamak Indozi, the 21-year-old, plays for Paris FC. Um, the last goalkeeping option is Yewande Balagan, the 32-year-old, plays in America for Copermind United. And let's move on to the defense, where um, the 39-year-old captain Onomi Ebi um, plays in France for Gungamp. Um, the next in the defense, you have the 23-year-old Glory Ogbana, who plays for Santa Teresa. And you also have Usinache Oweli, the 30-year-old, plays her um, club football at Alves. The vice captain of the team is Ashley Plum- Plumtree. The 24-year-old plays in England for Leicester City. Um, Nicole Payne, the 21-year-old, plays her college soccer at West Virginia Mountaineers. Michelle Lozzi plays her club soccer in um, the United States and NWSL. The 25-year-old played for the Houston Dash. Akudu Esther Ogbana, the 22-year-old, plays for Edo Queens in Nigeria. And Kozi Ogobi, the 28-year-old, plays her club football in Sweden for Eskil Stonta United. Peace Effie, the 21-year-old, plays her club football in Israel for Kirit Gat. Tony Payne, the 27-year-old, plays her club football for Sevilla. Hamalat Ayendi, the 27-year-old, plays her club football in Sweden for Eskdin United. Befika is the Bifiga talent, Christy Ukjabi, the 21-year-old, is going with Nigeria. Regina Altu, the 30-year-old, from Minsk in Belarus. Rashite Ajabi, the 22-year-old, of Atletico Madrid. Rita Chukoweli, the 34-year-old, from Madrid CFF. Francisco Ordega, the 28-year-old, from CSKA Moscow. Vivian Iguchue, 
the 24-year-old from Ginta and Grintra in Lithuania. And let's move on. We have five more forwards on this team. Let's take a good look at them. I know a Cece Oshuela is coming up here, but apparently she isn't coming up yet as our next player on this list is Chino Reme McLean. The 22-year-old plays in Poland for Gork Zena. The next forward is plays in for my hometown team. The 28-year-old plays for Gotham FC, Ifioma Onumonu. Next is the woman I think we've all waiting for, Asisiad Oshawela. The 27-year-old plays her club football at Barcelona. Next, we have Uchene Kanu, who I use some of my quotes in for her for, during her interview with ESPN in my Liga MX Femino episode. The 25-year-old plays her club football with Tigres. And lastly, Gift Monday, the 20-year-old plays her club football in Nigeria with the Bayelsa Queens. So they're one of my favorites. I think that they just have an all-around talented squad. I like them as a team. I think they're pretty good. I think that they're going to top the group, though, over South Africa. One of my other favorites in this tournament, however, is um, I like the roster of Cameroon. They have a very technically sound team. They move the ball well, which I like. And let's look at their roster. Okay, so we got Paulina Aya Jamaye, who plays in Cameroon for Oboele FC. Regina Ineud, um, the 30-year-old, plays again in Cameroon for Kenyan Yadun. The last goalkeeper on the Cameroon's roster is Angie Bawu. The 22-year-old plays again in Nigeria with some of her some of her club teammates actually are on Nigeria's squad. Bayelse Queens. Now looking at the defenders for the rosters for the Cameroon's roster, Eleni Bodolo, the 30-year-old plays for Juan Grande in Spain. Arella Owanu, the 29-year-old plays for Napoli in Italy. Anisi Nguyenudume, the um, 28-year-old plays in Kazakhstan for Okiezepte. Sorry, <laughs> the pronunciations for some of these club teams are hard. Esther Kitz, the 25-year-old, plays for Stade de Rems in France. Colette Nidzana, the 21-year-old, plays her club football in Belarus for Dynamo um, Minsk. Um, and I'm gonna uh, get. Let's let me let's round out the defense, and then I'm gonna do the my favorite players in this team, and I think could help lead them. Okay, let's round with this defense. Claudia Mifamonte, the 32-year-old from Fleury in France. Dolju Osomanu, the um, defender, plays her club football in Cameroon at Amazon FAP. Estelle Johnson, the 33-year-old, plays her club football again for my hometown team, Gotham FC. Lastly, for the defense, Catherine Mimbengongo, um, 25-year-old, plays her club football with um, her team in Kazakhstan with her teammate Nisi Nundrabwe um, at Ozikepsis. <laughs> I'm sorry, a lot of these names are harder to pronounce. So, I'm the midfield, I'm just going to give some key names for me who I think could do well. I think Jeanette Yongo of Fleury is a great 
talent. They only are bringing six midfielders, which is a bit surprising. They have many more forwards on this roster. But, yes, I think she's a very good player. I'm looking at the roster. I like um, young talent Claudia Volane um, on Dynamo Minsk in um, Belarus. I think she's a good player. And I think, I don't really know who else I think could be a starter in that midfield. Maybe they'll look for some veteran leadership in Bridget Omadoubé um, from Rivers Angels, the 29-year-old. Or they might look for another 29-year-old that they have on their roster in Genevieve Nong Meblek. Um, she plays her club football in Israel at Kiryat Jat. Um, up top, though, this is where it gets kind of exciting. I do like some of their attackers, which is why I did pick this team. Jara Unchut, very famous for her amazing goal, solo goal at the Women's World Cup. She got the ball at the 40 yard, at like 40 yards out. She dribbled a few players. She broke Rhea Percival's ankles of New Zealand and slid it into the bottom corner to secure Cameroon, their first ever knockout stage match. But alongside her, she is the captain, Gabrielle Ongene. The 33-year-old plays alongside um the, we, we mentioned this, a lot of Nigeria's players play on the same club teams as Cameroon's, I guess it's just, um, but along, so um, she plays her club football, Gabrielle Ngene, alongside Francisco Ordega at CSK Moscow, Ordega of Nigeria plays along, it's interesting, I, I like to see how they'll do, you know, against each other, I know they might not be in direct position, you know, being forward and forward, but you know, it'll still be fun. And alongside her, I expect to see 25-year-old Michaela Abam of the Houston Dash, the um, player who could have been playing. Um, she was. She um, previously played for Real Batiste in Spain and Paris FC in Division One Feminine and before coming over to the States. So, yeah, this tournament, it's a little bit um, interesting. I think that another... Um, there are a few players that I really think stand out. Like, for Zambia, I f- was going to say Barbara Banda is the player to look out. You know, she plays in her club football in China right now. Um, she's only 22 years old, which is young, and she's linked with a move to Real Madrid, which could be big for her, progressing her career. Um, another big player, I mentioned South Africa before, but they are... Um, loaded with some good players. Janine Van Vyck, who just moved um, to South Africa to play in her her own club. And um, she used to play in the NWSL at um, the Houston Dash, which was where I've known her from. But my goal scorer for the, um, the, I think the person that's gonna score the most goals for the South African national team is going to be Tembi Catlana, the um, she who plays at Atletico Madrid. She transferred from um, she used to play in the at the Houston Dash before moving to Beijing to play for Beijing B Phoenix. She moved to Befica in Portugal, but only played in two matches there after moving to Abar in Spain, and then she moved across Spain to Atletico Madrid. But yeah, so she went, she started in America after going to an American college in um, the University of Western Cape. So she was waived after, um, in 2019 by the Dash after 
um, wanting to leave overseas alongside her South African teammates, Janine Van Vyck and Linda Motlaldo. So those are two players. Um, Jen Van Vyck is a very talented player, and Linda Motlaldo plays in Sweden. So I can expect those three to really be doing da some damage in this tournament. So yeah, that's kind of the players I could see going over this. I think that, yeah, this tournament, it's kind of a very big talent drop-off from, like, the top few teams. And um, as you go down the, the rosters, like, for the weaker teams that aren't as highly ranked in this tournament, it gets a little bit, you know, like, um, are these games going to be, like, 10-0, 20-0? But I think that it'll be an exciting tournament. I hope that you, got, that I hope you guys choose to tune in for this tournament. Although, I would agree, it's not as accessible to watch in America as, like, you know, a few of the other women's tournaments. So, um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Just remember, um, to drop a five-star review on the podcast if you like it. Give us any feedback you, um, that you feel necessary in the comments, and thanks so much to listening. Okay, um, remember, I made the prediction that Cameroon is going to be lifting this trophy. So, let's see that I'm right, if I'm right. Peace out from your host. LDG.